Hi, Vicki Rowan here with a, a little midweek update about what could possibly go right. Our one question interview series through Post Carbon Institute, asking cultural scouts, people who see far and have long commitment to the better, betterment of the world, um, asking them to shine a light on the road, murky road ahead uh, so that we can all, we all can see more clearly and act more courageously. Uh, so I just want to talk a little bit about Jane Davidson on September 29th. We published my interview with Jane. She's the author of A Future Gen. She was one of the people responsible for, in Wales, the first public policy that um, guaranteed the rights of future generations. And so she talked about two things in her interview that I want to expand on a little bit. Uh, one is the Brundtland Commission report called Our Common Future that came out in the late 1980s. And a little background, it was um, the United Nations had a series of conferences from the 80s through the 90s, from the mid 80s to the 90s, looking at the crises that are facing this world, the challenges, and every year there's a different exploration so the first thing they did is they, they developed the, this commission, the World Commission on Environment and Development, out of recognition that we were on a collision course, economic expansion and environmental limits, integrity. Um, we're, it, was, it was an oxymoron, like how are we gonna have both? Uh, and so they sent commissioners out around the world to have get testimony from people in communities and small groups and governments with this question about how do we reconcile economic growth and environmental integrity. Uh, and the result of their research uh, was called Our Common Future. It came out, I believe, in 1987, or also the Brundtland Commission report, because Gro Harlan Brundtland, the uh, Prime Minister of Norway, was the lead on this whole process. Uh, and this process fed into the 1992 Earth Summit, out of which came Agenda 21 and a series of other conferences. So it was a very fertile time. And, and in the report, this is the, the, it's not a ditty that's the wrong report, but this is the, the focal point that they developed. They called sustainable development, development that meets the needs of the present without compromising the ability of future generations to meet their own needs meeting our needs without compromising the ability of future generations to meet their needs. That is intergenerational justice. It's the most obvious thing, really. Um, of course we want that. Of course we don't want to use it all up and starve our kids. Um, but that, at that point, that was sort of like a breakthrough idea. And there were many of us who were inspired by it, myself included, when I heard about that and, and I, I was at a conference where the all the commissioners from the World Commission on Environment and Development spoke. And to the person they said, the biggest driver of this collision course that we're on is the level and pattern of consumption in North America. And then they'd shrug like, you know, nobody can do anything about it. It's our right. It's right to consume. It's our right to consume. And I was I was at that conference and I heard that and I realized that Joe Dominguez and I have been teaching a program later in the book, Your Money, Your Life, um, that we knew the result of this, people following this strategy that Joe developed for himself, which is that their expenses went down by 20% and they were happier. And I thought, my God, we can, we can have everybody do this program and we'll, we'll solve the problems of the world. And so uh, 
it's really wonderful to have met Jane and to realize that the two of us have been on this convergent track all the way up to our interview. And the other thing I wanted to say is that uh, she mentioned Danella Meadows, or people, friends called her Dana Meadows, who was one of the co-authors of the Limits to Growth Club of Rome report in 1974, first computer modeling of resource flow on the planet. And they predicted around about now, 2020, that if we didn't change course, we were going to get to just about where we are now. And so Jane was also inspired by, um, by Danella, by this team, by sustainable development to actually produce a different result for humans and the earth. Um, and one of the things, uh, Dana and I taught a course together and somebody asked her, do you have hope? And she said, when I look at individuals and individuals and groups, when I look at the creativity and the commitment and the grit and the will and the, and the, um, and the productivity of individuals trying to make the world a better place, I have infinite hope. When I look at institutions, when I look at governments, when I look at corporations, I have no hope. So it's a little bit in the context of what could possibly go right. I mean, I think what could possibly go right, it's not, we all have opinions about what could possibly go right in the election, but, but what could possibly go right is really most of the stories that we're gathering are stories of grassroots, bottom-up, committed people, creative, and I am stunned by the creativity and stunned by the, the strong will and good spirit, especially young people, and, and by the social justice uprising where people of color are really, um, they have their voice. They're amazing that they're, they're finding their voice in our society and actually leading the way. So, yeah, so... I'm, I'm on the bottom up team here. You have to work hard to get the right elected officials, but honestly, it's what could possibly go right is you and me.